0: You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Hill State Nation? Welcome to Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Be sure to subscribe to us, however you're listening to us, whether it be on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to us on TuneIn Radio, however you're doing that. Be sure to hit us with a subscribe button. That way you never miss an episode of Locked on Mississippi State. There are a handful of ways that you can get in touch with us and stay connected to Locked on Mississippi State. You can do so on Twitter or Instagram. That's at Locked on Miss State, Locked on, M-I-S-S-S-T, you can also send us an email, lockedonmississippistate at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. We've got an action-packed show today as we're recapping two big events that happened in Starkville yesterday. One, of course, being early signing day period, signing day, which I, uh, I assume it's going to be national signing day before it's all said and done. I give it a couple more years before everybody starts referring to this day as national signing day instead of the early signing period. Normally it's that first Wednesday in February, but with uh, uh, the the landscape of recruiting changing every day, they elected to have an early signing period. Uh, very interesting signing period as these players that signed today did not get a chance to come on campus for an official visit. Coaches couldn't go see them. They've probably spent a handful of time uh, with uh, phone calls and Zoom meetings and whatnot. So it's, uh, it, it's very interesting. And then, of course, uh, with with the SEC having three head coaches that no longer uh, have their jobs, the ones that they had at the beginning of the year. Uh, South Carolina letting go of Will Muschamp, Vanderbilt letting go of Derek Mason, and Auburn most recently getting rid of Gus Malzahn. Those three uh, programs suffered, as you can imagine, just with the uncertainty. Two of those programs have gotten a new head coach, but, you know, just, just uh, not really knowing Uh, What to expect from those guys. Uh, They either sign somewhere else or they're going to take a little bit more time and uh, evaluate their decision before they move forward. Uh, But, yeah, it is uh, National Signing Day. That was yesterday. We're going to have a full recap here in Segment 1 and Segment 2. And Mississippi State getting back on the winning track by defeating Central Arkansas last night at the Hump. And uh, we'll be talking about that along with Coach Ben Howland In segment number three, we'll first start with uh, Mississippi State signing day. Mississippi State collecting 19 signees yesterday. Uh, As of uh, yesterday, when we uh, recorded this thing, uh, number 36 at the end of the day on Wednesday nationally, and uh, number 10 in the SEC ahead of Kentucky, Auburn, Vanderbilt, and South Carolina. As we just talked about a little earlier in that segment, three of those four teams are replacing or have replaced uh, their head coach, Kentucky, replacing uh, their defensive coordinator, I believe, uh, the other day, uh, getting a guy from the L.A. Rams. So that's a a pretty big deal. Uh, Taking a look at what the SEC has done to this point. The number one class in the conference and in the country belongs to the Alabama Crimson Tide, coming in at number two in the SEC, three in the country, Georgia. At number three in the SEC, number four in the nation, the LSU Tigers. At number four in the SEC, number eight in the nation, Florida. Texas A&M checks in at number five in the SEC. They are 11th in the country. Number six, Tennessee, getting a pretty good class. They are 15th in the country, number six in the SEC, Number seven in the SEC is the school up north. They rank number 18 nationally. Number eight, Arkansas. They are number 20 in the nation. Number nine, Missouri at 26 in the nation. Mississippi State checking in at number 10 in the SEC, 36 in the nation. Uh, number 11, Kentucky, just a little behind Mississippi State at 38th. Number 12, Auburn at 40. Number 13, Vanderbilt at 48. And all the way down, which was kind of a surprise, not just because of uh, it, it being the program that it is, but just kind of a surprise that any SEC team, or really any Power 5 team, uh, would find themselves that low of a position. Number 14, South Carolina with 107th place nationally. Not a single five-star, not a single four-star, a handful Of three stars. And they really didn't have that many. I mean, it was a literal handful that South Carolina got to sign uh, yesterday. And at the recording of uh, this podcast, South Carolina coming in number 14 in the nation, or number 14 in the SEC, rather, number 107 in the nation. You're listening to the early signing period signing day recap here on Locked On Mississippi State. Today's show is brought to you by Coors Light. The weekend's coming up before we know it. Uh, Only about 48 hours or so, depending on what time of day you're listening to this, before it is officially the weekend. And the best thing about this weekend is that Mississippi State football's playing. You've got college basketball that's really getting going. The NBA is back. There's a handful of sports to watch on TV. And Coors Light's always going to be there for you, no matter who you're watching, because Coors Light is the official beer of watching any sport or team Just to drink beer. What makes Coors Light so special is that it's cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It is literally made to chill. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. Perfect for that moment to unwind. You can even get Coors Light delivered straight to your door. Uh, Go to get.coorslight.com for more information. Coors Light. Coors Brewing Company. Golden Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Coming up in segment number two, we'll run down the full list of players that signed to Mississippi State yesterday, as well as talk about a couple of uh, swaps that did not work out in Mississippi State's favor. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Welcome back to the signing day recap special here on Locked On Mississippi State, your Bulldogs every day. We talked about how Mississippi State ranked up in the SEC as well as how the SEC did nationally in recruiting. The Southeastern Conference having a pretty good day with 13 of their 14 teams finishing in the top 50 in recruiting. Uh, South Carolina not having the best day yesterday, but I don't think that we have heard the last from them. So we're going to run down the entire list of uh, players that signed with Mississippi State yesterday. And uh, 19, that's how many we had, 19 new Bulldogs have uh, signed their letter of intent, sent the facts in, and uh, they're ready to go. We'll first start off with a commit, an offensive line commit that had not been committed uh, previously, but from Kama, Texas, it is Cannon Boone, an offensive lineman, another offensive lineman that's been committed to the Bulldogs for a while from uh, Lake Cormorant, Mississippi, Gabe Cavazos. Defensive lineman Randy Charlton from Golds, Florida. Cordy Ellington, a defensive back from Lexington, Mississippi. Daniel Greek, a quarterback from Argyle, Texas. Uh, he is a uh, transfer from Sam Houston State. From uh, Kosciusko, Mississippi, Antonio Harmon. He is a wide receiver from Bayhelia, Mississippi. Offensive lineman Nick Jones coming in from the original Last Chance U, East Mississippi Community College. Teddy Knox from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, a wide out. He uh, is now signed uh, signed with Mississippi State. John Lewis, a linebacker from Canton. Trayvon Marshall, a defensive lineman from McDonough, Georgia. Nick Mitchell, a linebacker from Jacksonville, Florida. Jacoby Moore, a wide out from Gulfport. Deshaun Page, a linebacker from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, Taking a look at the uh, last remaining Bulldogs that signed yesterday. Simeon Price, a running back from Pensacola, Florida. Albert Reese from Alberta, Canada, from the Edmonton region. Uh, Sawyer Robinson, one of the earlier uh, commits to the uh, Coach Mike Leach-era quarterback from Lubbock, Texas. A place that Coach Leach knows pretty well, I would say. Uh, Sawyer uh, Robertson, the quarterback, uh, coming in from Lubbock, Texas. A linebacker from DeLand, Florida, Tamar Rogers. Ra rah Thomas, a wideout from the state of Alabama in Eufaula. Uh, Signing and Carson Williams, an offensive lineman from Forest, Mississippi. So those were the 19 players that signed with Mississippi State yesterday. We're now going to talk about a couple of those flips, including two really big ones um, from uh, Malik Neighbors and M.J. Daniels. M.J. Daniels, a kid that was committed to Mississippi State for about three months, according to Tyler Horka from the uh, Clarion Ledger, flipping from Mississippi State to Ole Miss. That hurts pretty bad. Um, another one that flipped from Mississippi State, Malik Neighbors. Malik Neighbors, we actually talked about him in depth in yesterday's show. He decided that he wanted to flip from Mississippi State to LSU. So those were the two key flips that happened yesterday. I believe those were the only two that we saw, but uh, two really big flips there uh, for Mississippi State. Uh, MJ Daniels going from State to Ole Miss, and Malik Neighbors from Mississippi State to LSU. Now this news wasn't necessarily a uh, was a flip rather because uh Luke Altemeyer was not committed to Mississippi State. He was actually committed to Florida State for a little bit before reopening his commitment. Now he is going to be signing with Ole Miss. Uh Mississippi State doing pretty good in the quarterback department, I think, with Sawyer Robertson uh coming in as well as Daniel Greek, a transfer from Sam Houston State. And then, of course, you got our guy Will Rogers uh, competing for the job uh, next year as well. So a lot of young talent coming in, whoever uh, wins that job, regardless if it's Sawyer Robertson, regardless if we stay with uh, Will Rogers. It's going to be a uh, a pretty good quarterback room, I would say, for the next couple of years just because of the youth and inexperience. It's only going to get better from here. So uh, Luke Altmeyer from Starkville High School heading to Ole Miss. That's going to do it for our uh, signing day special here on Locked On Mississippi State. The Bulldogs basketball team had a game last night at the Hump. They got back on the winning track, defeating Central Arkansas 81-65. to When we return, we're going to be talking about that game in depth. You don't want to miss that. We're also going to have some comments from Coach Ben Howland regarding last night's big win that moved Mississippi State to 4-3 and three on the season. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team
1: every day. Betting on the NFL
0: doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks and quick-hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcast. Segment number three, the final segment of today's locked on Mississippi State. We recapped uh, signing day in those first two segments. But now we're gonna shift things over to Mississippi State basketball. The Bulldogs took on Central Arkansas yesterday, defeated the Bears 81-65. State now moves to four and three, while Central Arkansas is still looking for that first win. We heard from Coach Ben Howland following yesterday's game, the big win over Central Arkansas. Well, first, uh, start with Jalen Johnson. Jalen Johnson, one of the four Mississippi State players that scored at least uh, 10 points in the game against Central Arkansas. Jalen Johnson, one of those players coming out there, he had 15 points and six for six from the free throw line. Coach Allen talks about Jalen Johnson's role in the win over Central
1: Arkansas. You know, I thought he did a good job in the first half manufacturing points at the foul line. We were struggling to score, and he got fouled twice. And it's one of those fouls where he's drawing the foul. He understands how to play. He's got a a veteran savvy to him. And uh, he just makes me look really stupid that I wasn't starting him earlier. And, uh, you know, because it's obviously a huge difference for our team offensively to have him on the floor spacing the floor for us. And uh, his ability to shoot, uh, you know, gets defensive rebounds. I thought uh, DJ had an incredible game tonight. He looked six defensive rebounds, uh, five assists, only two turnovers. Shot it really well. Really played smart. Tolu gets another double-double. It's what we talked about, Neil. We want to have four guys that we can count on to give us a balanced attack every night in terms of uh, you know double figures, and then hopefully get a fifth uh, you know from Abdul and Davon and and. Uh, You know, uh, one of the uh, bigs, you know, uh, J.D. had a good game tonight. I thought he did some good things, knocked down his foul shots, had eight rebounds. We've got good depth up front. You know, Quentin Post didn't play that much tonight, and I need to continue to use him more. He's a good player. And, uh, you know, I I think, you know, we're going to be in physical battles those four guys, I'm comfortable with all four of them being in the game.
0: It was a very tight game there at the end of the first half, but Mississippi State was able to pull away and win 81-65. Coach Allen talks about what went right in the second half to allow the Bulldogs to pull away.
1: I thought defensively we did a good job in the second half. and you know, uh, They shot 33% the second half, and we really blew it. Uh, we should have had a better lead at halftime with a couple bad turnovers and silly fouls. Uh, you know, and again, you can see our youth out there and we've just got to learn to to uh you know finish halves and uh you know play smart. These next two clips, Coach Howell will talk about a couple of bench players in
0: Cameron Matthews, Anderson Garcia, and Keandre Montgomery. We'll first uh, hear his thoughts on Cameron Matthews and the impact that he could have at Mississippi State.
1: I think they're doing a good job for us coming off the bench and uh you know, Keandre made 27 threes in a row yesterday in a shooting, in shooting practice. That's hard to do to make 27 in a row. So he's got a bright future. And, and Andy, probably Garcia, is our best rebounder per minute played on the entire team. Uh, he's an incredible rebounder and plays as hard as anybody in our program. And he has a very bright future. And those guys have just got to stay ready uh, for their opportunity.
0: Next up we hear Coach Hallen's thoughts about Anderson Garcia and Keandre Montgomery.
1: I think what he does best for us is he's a very good defensive player. He really draws the other team's best players a lot of the time you know he's so strong with quick feet, 220 pounds you know he's got like a 610 wingspan. Uh, he's really long and athletic and he's working really hard on his shooting and putting the time in. I was really happy for him and we were 10 for 21 as a team tonight from three. We took good shots. Uh, from three for the most part, so that was a very, you know, good thing for us, and, you know, Iverson was very steady again, he got in foul trouble in the first half, didn't play as many minutes there, but again, he shot the ball well, uh, did a really good job for us on a number of issues, and we outboarded him by eight, so we did a lot of good things tonight, Uh, happy for our team, and the team we beat tonight, I'm telling you, Central has had you know, one of the toughest schedules in the country, when you look at who they've played on the road for every game, they're a much better team than their 0-6 record indicates. And I'll bet you they finish in the top third in their conference when we look at it come March. Our final clip is talking about playing at the hump.
0: We mentioned earlier in this segment that Mississippi State was able to pull away in the second half. That seems to be a trend as Mississippi State plays their home games at uh, Humphreys Coliseum. Coach Howland weighs in on uh, that interesting fact.
1: I don't know uh, that, but I'm, I'm glad uh, that you feel that way because we want to finish strong in second half. So I thought we came out and played well early and had a, a, what, about an 8-0 lead, and they came back and tied it. You know, we've got to, you know, uh, and Burgerson, give him credit. You know, he's played here before when we played BYU a few years ago. He's a Mormon so, you know, he had 15 points, five assists, zero turnovers. He's a very good player. They got some good players. And I really liked number 13. I thought he was really good watching him on film. He had 20 points today. He's a New York City kid. They got some talent, uh, you know, and older guys. But, you know, I, I thought that uh, we, we came out to start the second half. I really implored our guys to come out and play really hard to start the second half because we did not do that. As well against Dayton on the road at a neutral site. And you got to really come out and set the tone there to start that second half. So you're right, we've done a good job in the second halves here at home. That was Coach
0: Ben Howland talking about last night's win over Central Arkansas, 81 to 65. Four players in double digits. DJ Stewart had 17 points. Jalen Johnson had 15. He was six of six from the free throw line. Iverson Molinar coming in with 14 points in the game. Tolo Smith had 10 points and 10 rebounds. Javion Davis, he was on the cusp of being that fifth player that uh, had double digit scoring, but he had a pretty good night himself with Javion Davis scoring 9 points and having 8 rebounds. What the team did as far as three pointers, field goal percentage, and free throws go. They were 10 of 21 from beyond the arc, 47%. They also shot 47% from the field. They were 29 of 61. Free throws, they were 13 of 19 with uh, 68%. Six of those coming from Jalen Johnson. Uh, Next week will be uh, the last game of the, uh, or actually the last uh, regular season non-conference game, I should say, before SEC play begins right before New Year's. It will be against Mississippi Valley State. Mississippi Valley State will be coming into town. That game replaces the Utah State game that was supposed to be played in Florida, but uh, due to travel concerns, that was not able to happen. So now the Bulldogs will take on Mississippi Valley State. That will tip off at 7 o'clock on Monday on the SEC Network. The Mississippi State Bulldogs will then uh, take about a week, week and a half off and we'll get right back at it against Georgia on the road on December 30th. We thank you for listening to Locked On Mississippi State. Had a pretty big show talking about the uh, signing day impact as well as last night's Mississippi State basketball win over Central Arkansas. Tomorrow's show is the Maroon Friday show, and uh, I think we got something up our sleeves. Uh, looking forward to uh, delivering that content to you on Maroon Friday. But until then, have a great day, everyone. Hell States, we'll talk again soon.